1: This is Reception Perception, the,
0: the show. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Go, Matt Harmon here with you. You're listening to Reception Perception, the show. Matt, how are you doing on this beautiful? What is it? Uh, Wednesday night. Uh, the the folks going to be listening to this on a Thursday as they are getting ready for a big time Week 16.
1: Oh, buddy, I'm doing so good. We have a huge Thursday night game this week. I hope everybody's excited to watch uh, that. We got we're going to talk about one of those players in the segment that we have today, but. James, I'm doing so fantastic because we're sitting here on a Wednesday night. The That's Pro right. Bowl roster just dropped, and I That's right. don't really care about this, but I so <laughs> much care that Terry McLaurin made the Pro Bowl roster wow. for the NFC. Wow. wow. Breaking news. Shocking development. The Pro Bowl voters show that they know ball by having Terry McLaurin as the fourth uh, Pro Bowl wide receiver in the NFC this year. I just scared the hell out of my dog. I don't care. It was all worth it. But let's get into the meat of our show here. Uh, And we're going to talk wide receivers. And
0: (laughs) listen, we we spent a lot of time on this show, Matt, talking about the studs. We spent a lot of time talking about Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Sam McClure, like just the beasts uh, of the NFL. But that being said, I actually think a lot of where you make your hay as like a reputation maker uh, is kind of sort of what you would classify as goofballs.
1: <laughs> it's a good We're thing we got about- the Pro Bowl talk out of the, like the good thing we had that to start the show off and just like <laughs> that was off the cuff. Cause now, you know, we got to like cleanse the palate a little bit, like talking about, yeah. oh, who's better, Terry McLaurin or Amon Ross St. Brown. And now it's like, right. all right, let's, uh, let's get down in the muck here. <laughs> Um, Hey, listen, one of the mottos, I think,
0: um, and I helped you, I helped you kind of come up with this many, many moons ago. Uh, I remember reading all your stuff and I said, I said to you, Matt, you know, what's great about your stuff is that reception perception helps you find out who is good before they're good. Um, And a lot of times these guys graduate from goofballs to solid NFL contributors. Um, and I think that's kind of where we might be with some of these guys on this list. Zay Jones, Donovan Peoples, Jones. There's Matt Collins, Darius Slayton, who we've talked about. Um, I'm very interested in Terrace Marshall, Rashid, and Rashid Shahid. Um, and so well, let's play a little bit of game of uh of buyer sell. You and I will talk. Buy or sell surprising wide receiver performances. We have to start. I don't know how this guy, how we have talked about this guy this much, but Zay Jones has been a very popular topic on this program many a time, buy or sell Zay Jones.
1: Zay Jones, like we talked on Monday, I pushed this off to this show because I wanted to go in and like actually do the reception perception, deep dive, get at least three games in on Zay Jones. And and all these guys that we're going to talk about, I've got at least three games on now, except except uh, Shahid and Marshall, just uh, just from a sample size perspective. But um, Zay Jones was kind of the birth of this because has there been a more, I, even just, I guess from a fantasy perspective, has there been a more surprising receiver performance? I mean, the guy was, like you do, you do sicko underdog best ball drafts and the guy was like an 18th uh, round pick. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. I think... But he's wide receiver 20 on the season. I think actually, you know, shout Crazy. out to the guys over at Underdog, like their big best ball mania three tournament or whatever. I think I saw he has like the highest advance rate for any player because he's been – he's outkicked his draft cost that much. And, James, right. this is what I have the most uh, – this is uh, – I have so much anxiety about this stuff because – and I, this is – I'm really being vulnerable for, for you and the listeners here – because every year, you know, I feel like I didn't chart enough guys. I didn't do no. enough <laughs> That's players. Right. That's right. Every year. I could do 70. I could do 80. I could do 85. And, and I've gotten like close to 80. I, I think the, at least over 70 the last couple of years if you include prospects. And I never feel like I got to enough guys. Didn't get to say Jones this year. And I'm pissed about it. Because, <laughs> listen, I, I'm I'm pissed. I'm so upset. And DPJ too. I'm pissed about not getting to DPJ because he's been like wide receiver 33. And like you could have seen that coming just from like a not this level of performance coming, but just like they're out there playing. I mean, Zay Jones plays like 90% of the snaps. Donovan Peoples Jones plays like 90% of the snaps. Like you're out there, you're going to produce like, and it's not that I think I could have been like, oh yeah, Zay Jones is going to be wide receiver 20, but having a better, having an RP profile on him. Would have, would have been, he- I wish I'd done that instead of like Isaiah McKenzie or Kenny Galladay, for God's sakes, you know, like, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> so I you know, don't know. Okay. Let's, let's go back there. Well, let me give a, let, let me give the listeners a little backstory here, which is really funny. Um, and this is totally random. And, and like, and again, I, 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 it was like almost random foreshadowing, but I officiated Matt Harmon's wedding.
1: Yes. And as true. part
0: of my, um, You know, as part of my speech uh, that I did before the whole ceremony began, um, I made a joke, and this is totally a joke, that Matt Harmon is such an absolute sicko about all this stuff that he will chart. Zay, week 15, z, uh, week 15 Zay Jones game instead of going outside or something along those lines, right. Going out and it's to, a compl-
1: to a bar, which is not true. I would, uh, you know, <laughs> but, still.
0: but it, it's, in the spirit of the
1: joke, it was accurate. Right. And so
0: it would, but it was just a joke a- and it was just, you know, like a, you know, kind of like a funny thing to say. Cause everyone kind of got it. You know, it's like, here's this like rando wide receiver that, that Matt would absolutely chart because he's an absolute. Um, psychopath about this kind of stuff uh now that being said i did think that zay jones had flashes last year uh with the raiders and then signed with the jaguars look i love deep sleepers i didn't have zay jones marked up anywhere because i didn't think the offense was going to be that good as you mentioned not he's just crushed his adp
1: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Yeah, I think Zay Jones. I still think, and I probably would have said this going to the year, just based on check, you know, just looking at him real quick and and just thinking about his career. I I think he probably profiles best as like a team's third best receiver or something like that. I still think that's probably true. Which, by the way, for Jacksonville, you know, if they get Calvin Ridley back, and every time I talk about the Jaguars, I got to talk about Calvin Ridley because I think there's like a chance that he could be, like, there's in the high end of the range of outcomes, he could be like what Stefan Diggs was to, to Josh Allen, right? Like I, I, for, for Trevor Lawrence, I think that's still in the range of outcomes, but it's a slimmer chance because we just haven't seen Ridley in so long. So there's a chance Zay Jones might be the Jags third receiver next year, which would be awesome. But um, so Zay Jones, definitely more of a zone beater than a man beater uh, 77.4% success rate versus zone coverage, which is a nice, like solid Mark um, still think, not a not a vertical threat uh, whatsoever. nine route success rate really low. you know, corner route success rate pretty below average. But um you know, some nice separation on some outbreaking routes., uh, his out route success rate was really high. Um, you know, a little bit of slant route was that was right around the NFL average. So, you know, overall, against man coverage, he was at about fifty nine percent, which is certainly not what you want, right? That's definitely below average. No. That's a, oh that's posted towards yeah, closer towards the bottom of the league. So I don't think he is a, and, and this is the thing with Trevor Lawrence. Um, it, it's easy when you're charting Zay Jones to get excited about Trevor Lawrence, okay? Let, let me just tell you that. Because, you know, Zay Jones, I think the two things that he does really well – well, three things actually. And I I, I might post a video about the, the third thing here. But the first two is, like I said, good zone beater. I think he knows when to sit down. He knows when to kind of create those open windows. He's not a very good – man beater but i do think he's got i mean he won all four contested catch attempts in this three game sample so i think that's a nice skill of his the third thing i think that's really good the third thing i think is really nice for zay jones is uh jones ability to um like when he's not open and and trevor lawrence is on the move is kind of break off that route and present a good target there for his quarterback so that was actually the thing i might i might do a video breaking that down because i think that's a good uh trait that zay jones has so overall i think he's run really hot obviously in fantasy he scored three damn touchdowns last week that's going to boost you up but um so I, I think he's a solid nfl rotational player I, i'm going to put some respect on zay jones's name here calling him a solid nfl uh receiver do i think he's a star i'm going to hold this roll down no i think the jags will upgrade at some point but I mean, very big. It's a win for Trent Baalke and Doug Peterson for a value signing in the offseason, for sure.
0: Okay, so final verdict,
1: Matt Harmon. Buy or sell Zay Jones? Uh, I'm I'm selling him as, like, a guy who's going to produce top 24 wide receiver numbers in (laughs) fantasy. Like, uh, (laughs) a guy who is going to be, you know, again, I think that it's a position that Jacksonville – knows they need better from than Zay Jones as their best outside receiver, which is why they made the Calvin Ridley trade in the off season. However, um, I, I would, I would buy the idea that he can be there. Like I thought maybe I thought Jacksonville along with Calvin Ridley based on what Zay Jones Jones was doing in early in the career. And like my predisposed biases to Zay Jones. I thought that like, he's a guy they needed to consider. Um, moving on from and like, you know, not only just getting Calvin Ridley, but also like drafting somebody early. I think the, the way that Jones has shown himself to be a reliable player, a a zone beater, I think he might be able, uh, I think he might be able to hang as, as like their, their long-term outside receiver across from Ridley with Christian Kirk in the slot.
0: Okay. So a player that, um, is in that same stratosphere with him, right? Like as a I I could I call these guys just regular old professional league average wide receivers. I think Zay Jones certainly fits into that bill. Uh certainly a player that can make plays, uh but does he make plays consistently? Mm, not so much. Okay, but I would put Darius Slayton in that mix as well. Give me the I guess the likenesses and differences between Zay Jones and Darius Slayton.
1: I think Zay Jones is a bit better um like zone coverage guy, a, a smarter player who understands coverages a little more. I think that, um, Darius Slayton, when he first popped onto the scene, uh, and what was that? Like two th- he was part of that 2019 draft class. So 2019 and, and 2020, I, I, when he was first popping on the scene, I kind of compared him to like a Marvin Jones type of player, uh, more of like a vertical stretch, Uh, outside receiver, a guy who's going to win a bit more down the field, a guy who can win in contested situations. So I think they're pretty different. Although, yeah, same bucket of, like, quality of wide receivers. The funny thing about Darius Slayton is that, like, if you had told me, okay, they're going to like, I just, okay, let me just put it this way. I always thought it was kind of freaking weird what the giants did with Darius Slayton this offseason, where it was just like, we're not like, we want to tr- trade Darius Slayton. We want to cut Darius Slayton. Um, <laughs> you know, he's on the roster bubble, right. whatever, you know, they yeah. went through a bunch of, I mean, we're talking goofballs of goofballs, uh, you know, before they landed on let's keep Darius Slayton as our top outside receiver. Yeah. And I'm not surprised that Slayton's been, you know, moderately productive, but again, Similar sort of player in that I, I think that Darius Slayton should be a team's third best receiver. Um, right now, he's right. the Giants best outside receiver, which is a, a problem. But I think he, <laughs> yeah, he, totally. he's a he's just a professional wide receiver that, that's a pretty good at his job.
0: Um, In 2019, you had um, had charted success rate versus man coverage, 66.5%, which is again, not not, not great, uh, but it's also not like the absolute stone cold worst, right? And then the 78.3% success rate versus zone, which is again, a, a little bit. I would say probably a little bit below average. Yeah. Uh. But but again, not the worst numbers in the world. So I think what we're looking at here is a guy that's uh, a little bit below average versus man, a little bit below average versus zone, but again, n- not terrible in either number by any by any means.
1: Slightly, I would say he's a slightly below average starting wide receiver. Um, like he's mm-hmm. right along that borderline, and those guys again similar to zay jones i think you're always going to want those guys to be your threes you ideally want um you want you just want better than that a- especially on the outside a guy that's going to be um stretching the field vertically you want a bit more of a consistent player um but he absolutely should be on the field like he should be on the field and he should be a guy that that is part of your wide receiver rotation um that, some of these other guys on this na- this list I'm, I'm not sure um <laughs> I, I, i'm, not, I'm Sure, if I think that about some of these other guys that we're going to talk about here, but Darius Slayton actually kind of stood out to me because I, I crowdsourced this a little bit with folks on Twitter. Like who is yeah, who are who is some guys that we should include in this discussion, you know, in yeah. the Zay Jones, the DPJ mold. Um a lot of people have brought up Darius Slayton, but I was kind of like, you know, we've 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 got film on Darius Slayton. Like it's I just think it's a little weird. I think he got unfairly bucketed into this group because of the way a giant staff that, by the way, I think has done an incredible job. Incredible. um, Since the moment they got there, but I think this was one thing that was a little bit short-sighted to kind of really, really be trying so hard to move on from Darius Slayton. You I know, think like Colin Johnson was going to play over him, like David Sills. I mean, who are these guys? Like, we have film on Darius Slayton, you know, and I think he, I think I'm not surprised that he's been a productive player for them this year.
0: And I think what it comes down to is, like, does he have a steady role? Like, does he have a role that makes sense? And I think he does have a role that makes sense. Um, In most offenses, like as a wide receiver three that can stretch the field at times, is he the best at going downfield? No. If he was really, really good at going downfield, I tell you what, he wouldn't be a rando guy, right? But no, I think as a wide receiver three who has some vertical stretch ability, I think, dude, come on now. Like I'm down for that as a number three. And again, we talk about total professional wide receiver. I think his hands are steady. Um, again, is he's not out there making spectacular plays, but he'll make the plays that are available to him. Um, and I think every team would love to have that, honestly, uh, from their wide receiver three. So I really like Z- uh, Darius Slayton. Um, and it sounds like you're a buy with uh, Darius Slayton as a wide receiver three, uh, not yep. just for the Giants, but for anybody.
1: Yep, 100%. I think if he's your third best receiver, I think you're doing pretty good for, for yourself there. He is not yeah. a... He is not a—he a certified not goofball. I think. Okay. The good. I, the call <laughs> there you go.